Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. Let's jump in. You are listening to episode number 12 on the Market Beautifully podcast. Welcome back. Before we dive into what I wanted to chat with you about, I wanted to ask you a question. So are you right now in your business starting up email marketing and adding that on to your list of awesome marketing to-dos? If so, you may have some email addresses and are using a free email provider like MailChimp, which is perfect. So if this sounds like you, and you have a list, you are making good strides and taking action when it comes to email marketing, but you look at all those email addresses on your list and you have no idea how to make the most of what you have. I have exciting news. I know you're so busy and I know consistent income is pretty cool. So I created this awesome four-day free program called Convert and Monetize Your List. This is a program where you take the list you have right now and I teach you how to set up automated sales funnels and sequences that lead straight to what you are offering the world. That way you can bring in an income but on autopilot. That means you don't have to work your cute little butt off for every single freaking sell. I know you want in on this, so pause this episode, go to academy.maraburks.com and sign up for free right now. Now switching gears, today I wanted to chat with you about a really serious topic, depression and anxiety as a business owner. First of all, it's okay to not be okay. A good friend told me this when I was in a really low point in my life, so I want to relay that message to you. It truly is okay to not be okay. Allow yourself some grace and don't be too hard on yourself. Uh, When I was going through everything in my life, I wrote that on my mirror. That way, when I was getting ready for the day, I would always see that. It's okay to not be okay. That way, I wouldn't beat myself up over it. So owning a business can be really rough. And as business owners, we have some really high highs and then we have some really low lows. And when we are cooped up in the house all day, it's easy to let those low lows get carried away. And then we get stuck in the state of either self-pity or depression. I want to let you in on a little secret. I used to struggle with depression and anxiety when I first started running a business. Now, a few days ago, when I, by the time of this recording, a few days ago, I was uh, on a small business sisterhood podcast and she asked me a question that really stood out to me and I wanted to share this with you guys. She said, what is your biggest struggle when it comes to running a business, when you first started running a business? And I thought about it a little bit. I said, okay, hold on. Can I think about this? And I almost... I almost broke down in tears because when you're first starting your business, this is a real struggle. Depression and anxiety, it's so easy to let that consume you, to take over your life because running a business can be very lonely, especially when you're working from home. And I know this to be true. And that's why, that's one of the reasons why I took my full-time job when I had a chance was because I felt like I couldn't do it anymore. I could not sit in a room alone and feel as if I was the only person that understood what I did or appreciated what I did online and how I made money. You see, around here, a lot of people don't understand what I do. A lot of people 
can't grasp the concept of how I make money and why it's actually serious. And that's okay. I don't have to explain that to them, of course. But at that time, when you're first starting out, you need a lot of encouragement and support. So whenever you're at that stage of business, you desperately need someone that will connect with you. And if you don't have that person, you get lonely. And a lot of fears start creeping in. Now, I know this is a really depressing way to start a podcast, but this is a real subject and I definitely wanted to cover it on the podcast because um, I was on Pinterest the other day and I noticed that my most clicked to pin It was the ugliest pin of all time. I made it in Canva and it was with a Canva template. And I mean, I'm telling you, this was an awful looking pin. I forgot I even had it up on my Pinterest board. And it led to my blog post that was the 16 anxiety and depression remedies for bloggers and business owners. But people actually clicked through. Now, it wasn't my most pinned pin, but the click through rate on that pin was very, very high. And that's when I knew people are really struggling with this. I wasn't alone. A lot of people are sitting in their office or their room alone right now, and they could be crying themselves to sleep, or they could just be thinking about going to a counselor or a psychologist, or, you know, they're, they're really struggling, or they just don't want to tell anyone, not even their own husband. I don't want that for you. I I definitely didn't want that for me. And that is why I wanted to talk to you about the solution of this problem. Because being an online business owner is a very lonely life. But there are ways to solve this problem. And I solved it myself. And it has made just a drastic difference in my business. I am a major extrovert. So by not getting out and doing things, by staying in uh, all day at home, that just was not healthy for me uh, mentally. So I noticed that I had a problem and I worked to solve it. So I wanted to share with you guys some of the remedies that have solved that problem for a lot of people in the past as a blogger or business owner. That way you could pick up on one way that you could incorporate into your life and that may help you make your life a little bit easier, a little less lonely. I also suggest that you join a community, whether that be a Facebook group. You can join my Facebook group at community.marketbeautifully.com. I would love to see your beautiful face there. There are also wonderful Facebook groups besides mine that offer a community and just really just wrap their arms around you virtually and give you a hug every day if you need it. So uh, join a community on Facebook or get out there and join something like Covell, which is at covell.co, I believe. I'll link all of this in the show notes. But if you go to Covell, you can have a, it's, it's almost like a Facebook for small business owners. So go join Covell. That's also another awesome community that I know you're going to love. So once you do those steps, you join a Facebook group or you uh, make a profile on Covell. I want to say that you got this. You can conquer it. You're not alone. You're not the only person struggling with this. So do not feel like that at all. If you're a blogger or an online business owner, you know all too well that staring at a screen all day can end up producing a lot of negative emotions and habits that we talked about before. And that's what is causing this anxiety and depression are those negative emotions and those habits that we're getting ourselves into. So the bottom line is sitting in front of a computer can get depressing. 
My work days used to consist of at least 10 hours in front of the computer every freaking day. And it sounds crazy, but starting a business is definitely not for the week. It takes a lot of work and a lot of dull hours staring at a screen. So this can get exhausting. And that's how you can easily be led to having anxiety and depression problems. And like I said before, especially for people like me that are extroverts and just they thrive around other people, online interactions do not provide that fulfillment that face-to-face interactions do. And if you are one of those crazy extroverts, then I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. So there have actually been multiple studies done on the cause of anxiety and depression and how this relates to being on the computer for extended periods of time. I found this really interesting. And I definitely think that these two core So after being involved in the discussions revolving around this issue, that's why I put together a blog post as well as this podcast on the remedies that help put this anxiety and depression to rest because you do not need this just baggage in your life. So I have some tools and some strategies that are awesome that are going to help you conquer the struggle because I know again like I've been saying before you're not alone you are not the only blogger and business out there that deal with this so one make sure you are getting the right nutrients yeah we're gonna start with that there are some nutrient deficiencies that actually cause depression and I want to make sure you do not avoid them so omega-3 fatty acids vitamin d magnesium vitamin b complex folate amino acids iron, iodine, zinc, um, selenium. I hope I pronounced all of those right, but those are some deficiencies that can cause depressions. So make sure you're getting your nutrients in. I know that was a long list, so if you need to rewind and uh, write those down, you definitely should, but make sure you're getting your nutrients. That's so important, and all 10 of these nutrients are fantastic. So just going to your local store and picking up a supplement that includes these nutrients is a product you may want to consider purchasing. If you seem to be feeling down more frequently, try taking St. John's Wort, which specifically targets minor depression. Um, I took this four years ago. I was dealing with um, a major problem in my life and I took St. John's Wort and it really helped. Um, I'm not going to say it really helped, but I did see a little bit of a difference. I'm not sure if it was the St. John's Wort. I've done a lot of research on it though and uh, a lot of people do say it helps. So do your own research, see if it's right for you. And if you think that it would benefit you, then definitely go to your local store and pick it up. I'm sure you heard of what Prozac is. And if you have, cashews actually are the equivalent to Prozac. I sound crazy, but it's true. So I first heard this from one of my counselors a few years ago, but I recently researched this fact on Google and found many agreeing with this statement. Just take two handfuls of cashews and chew away. This is the equivalent of one dose of Prozac. How neat. Okay, third, take a shower or bath. And Okay, this sounds so stupid, but one of my best friends from college found that taking a shower really helped calm her anxiety down. And she had uh, a lot of problems that weren't business related, but she had a lot of anxiety problems in general. So whenever she would start to feel anxious, she drew herself some bath water and used that smell good bubble soap stuff. Like I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I don't know what it is about that, but It just, it calms you down and it makes you so happy. So maybe you should try taking a shower or a bath to kind of relax you when you start to feel like that. 
Now, staying away from junk food, oh my gosh, I know it's so difficult, but when I get really down about myself, the first thing I want to do is buy Blue Bunny chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Junk food is terrible for your body though and slows down your day, but if you're anything like me, nap time is right around the corner after snacking on some unhealthy food. Napping is not productive, so (laughs) Of course, you can nap if you want to, but don't nap because you're in a junk food coma. That's not healthy. So eat things that boost your energy level and make you want to be more efficient. I'm not sure what it is about getting things done and checking off tasks on a to-do list, but that's a mood booster. So stay away from junk food so that you can check off those things off your list. Now, essential oils is another way that you can get rid of depression and anxiety. One of my college friends, I feel like I keep saying one of my college friends, but my college friends, I had some uh, friends that had a lot of problems with this specifically, and they had some really cool solutions. So I just wanted to keep adding some of their solutions because I think that that will help you. So one of my college friends is an essential oil guru. She asked for essential oils as her college graduation present so she could invest hundreds of of dollars into tiny bottles that are stored in her medicine cabinet. I'm not kidding. That's what she did. So there's so many helpful uses for essential oils. There are different blends that will help with anxiety and relieve stress. And there is a specific essential oil called bergamot. I believe I pronounced that right, but it is specifically for relieving tension and stress, which I know you have stress because you're a business owner. So go check out other essential oils that help with anxiety and depression because finding natural ways to help these issues is much better than taking foreign chemicals and paying prescriptions to doctors, in my opinion. So deep breathing actually works as well. I I catch myself breathing the wrong way almost every single day. Deep breaths are key. Breathe in, breathe out, and breathe slowly. So that's number six. Now seven, positivity actually goes a long way. So positivity has a major impact on your mental health, and the habit of being positive and choosing to not be negative should be a daily goal for every single person, especially if you're a business owner. It is incredible how much brighter everything is around you instead of getting down on yourself. Look in the mirror and shout out five things that you love about none other than yourself. So I'm sending vibes that you're not tearing yourself down because it's very easy to tear yourself down. So look in the mirror, be positive, make it a habit to be positive. No matter how tough the circumstance is, the consequence of this mindset is overwhelmingly fantastic and is a huge contributor to keeping anxiety and depression away. Now meditation is another remedy to depression and anxiety. So becoming aware of your thoughts by meditating in silence, this may seem a little weird to some, or you may be thinking of some religious thing where people cross their legs and hum, but honestly, meditation can just be sitting in silence with your eyes closed while you get in touch with your inner peace. For some, meditation is essential to their day. Honestly, I don't meditate. But I know I should just because I had never heard of this practice before until one of my friends talked about it a year ago. And there are several different ways to meditate. So just choose the avenue that is best for you. But I plan on incorporating meditation in quarter two of my business. So I have it on my schedule to incorporate meditation and then to track how well it goes. I'm really excited about it, to be honest. And I know that this will help me just get my inner peace because I desperately need peace. I feel like my mind is kind of everywhere. And as a business owner, I know we are 
just always thinking a million different things at once. So we always have great ideas going on. Sometimes we just need to rein it in, be in silence, and meditate. And nine is having an exercise routine. So I'm not sure if you follow my Instagram stories. If you don't, then why not? You totally should. My Instagram handle is Market Beautifully. So definitely go follow me over there if you aren't already. But having an exercise routine is definitely important. If you're following my Instagram stories, you'll know that I started the MP45 program with my husband. So I was complaining to him one day and he said, okay, look, you need to get off your butt and you need to go do something about it. You got to stop complaining. So we bought the MP45 program that basically just plans out your whole uh, your whole day for 45 days. It, it gives you your meals and your workouts and all of that. So I'm doing a modified version of it, but I'm loving it so far. And it's It's made me get into a schedule of exercising regularly. We actually just got a gym membership and a good workout releases endorphins that makes you happy. So going to the gym just makes you happy. And okay, when you get to the gym, you're not going to be happy because you're going to be thinking, well, if you're anything like me, you're going to be thinking, oh crap, I actually have to do something. (laughs) I hate working out. Like I hate it. I also hate eating healthy. So I'm just not good at a, good at having a, a healthy lifestyle. But if you want to be happy, you got to get your butt moving. Um, this one is so hard, but it's amazing at how different I feel comparing a week without exercise to a week where I exercised at least 30 minutes a day um, for four days. So just this little schedule change makes a large impact. Another thing is limiting social media. This was huge for me. By limiting the amount of time I spent on social media, I became a much happier person. So since I am a blogger, business owner, um, all of that, social media is integrated in my marketing plan. Plus, I love interacting with my community and learning more about their lives. However, I have started using social media scheduling platforms at the beginning of every week and the amount of time that this frees up is so great, but the amount of stress that it reduces is even greater. This may be something to think about for your own blog or business as well, just scheduling out your social media so you can limit your social media intake every day because that alone, not only the comparison game on on Instagram, oh my gosh, I just see people on Instagram and you may compare your business to their business. That is not healthy and that will have you spiral down into depression quicker than you know. So do not uh, compare yourself, number one, but also just limit your social media intake and spend time on doing something more productive. I would say schedule out your time that you're going to be spending on social media. So tell yourself, okay, I can spend 45 minutes on Instagram during this time to this time. And then other than that, you're not going to get on Instagram. That's something that I do that has really helped me out a lot. 11 is get rid of caffeine. I'm not big on caffeine anyways, but I know so many of you guys are. So of course, you're just listening to these tips and you can feel free to avoid this one. I don't blame you. But I have heard that caffeine does not help with anxiety or depression at all. Some may argue that if you take their caffeine away, they will fall into a deep depression. But I can't argue that point, so I won't even bother trying. Getting rid of caffeine is supposedly it really helps. Now, I don't drink Cokes. I don't drink coffee. I really don't even drink tea. I just drink smoothies and water. So I'm I'm not really big on caffeine. I don't understand the caffeine addiction. But again, I know so many of you guys are. You've told me 
your obsession with coffee is like really strong. So I'm not about to try to take that away from you. I am just simply mentioning you could potentially try to lower your caffeine intake. That may help. It may not. I'm not sure. So 12 is educate yourself about how you feel. Research the causes of anxiety and depression. Dig deep about the root of how you're feeling and what may have triggered those feelings. Instead of going off of assumptions, be able to treat your problem effectively. By educating yourself, you not only learn so much more about what you are dealing with, but you learn how to help yourself. And that is such a great idea because so many people just self-diagnose themselves with depression and then mope around when there are a number of ways that will actually improve your status, that will that will improve your life. So don't mope around if you feel depressed. I know it's really, really easy to just kind of sit in that hole and just cry a lot, <laughs> but don't do that. Don't do that. Educate yourself on how you feel and why you feel that way and get to the bottom of it and then fix it. So no moping, maybe allow yourself 30 minutes of moping time and then um, don't mope anymore <laughs> and then try to fix the problem. Be very proactive about it. Okay, reflexology. Maybe you've heard of this, maybe you haven't, but there are actually reflex points on your wrist the palm of your hand, your nails, and on your feet. So touching these reflex points is supposed to reduce anxiety. Definitely a neat idea and worth trying out if you want to research more about reflexology. So I wanted to mention that one. And 14 is sleep. I'm all about my sleep. And when I started working on my business and blog late into the night, which means working 13 hours in one day with no stopping, I got really cranky and my emotions start to become a tad more dramatized and I react a lot quicker to annoyances than I should. Sleep is for the weak? No. I have heard that so many times. Sleep is for the weak. No, no, no. Sleep is for the mentally strong. So go to bed and make sure you are getting the best quality sleep you can possibly get. 15 is know what triggers you. There are certain triggers for me that I know to stay away from. So make a mental note of each trigger as soon as it happens and then write it down. So if it is a certain type of music, the mention of a name or specific word, then try to steer yourself in the other direction. And if any of these things appear out of nowhere so like if a trigger appears out of nowhere and you just have a bad reaction to it and anxiety or depression starts then write it down that way you know exactly what your trigger is so whenever a trigger of yours does appear use it as a learning opportunity for coping so when you start looking at the appearance of a trigger as a challenge instead of a detrimental occurrence then things get a bit easier I definitely do this I take notes of what triggers me I have a lot of triggers that I try to stay away from especially certain types of music which I know may sound weird but Certain types of music do send me into a really bad state of mind. I limit what I listen to. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And if someone is listening to that type of music, I always have headphones with me. Um, I just, I try to be really proactive about it because it, I definitely do spiral down quickly. Again, that probably sounds really weird, but I told you we were being super honest on this podcast episode. So I'm being super honest. That's what triggers me. So I have it all written down. What triggers you? Make sure to write that down. That way you can be proactive about it. And if it is music, you can carry your headphones like I do. So that's how I'm proactive about it because I don't want anything to control uh, my mind at all. The last remedy I wanted to cover and chat with you about is what makes you calm? Figure out what makes you calm and then do it and then do it even more. 
So this has helped me so much whenever I get really overwhelmed. Sometimes just taking a few deep breaths and then making sure you are completely calm before attempting something else is way better than pretending like you are okay. Because if you are truly not okay and feeling anxious, taking the time to calm down is extremely worth it. So what calms you down? Is it, I know for my husband, it's listening to movie music. So if you've ever listened to The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, he loves that soundtrack. And when he gets really upset over work or something, he always plays that soundtrack and it helps calm him down. So maybe a soundtrack or an album of music helps calm you down. Or maybe it's drinking wine in your bathtub with bubbles like do it whatever helps your mind to just kind of ease down and have your shoulders drop you'll feel more comfortable whatever makes that happen take note of it and then do it whenever you start feeling anxious so those are 16 different actions or steps that you can take to conquer the depression or anxiety that you may be dealing with i don't want you to feel as if you are alone so when i realized how prominent this problem was i wanted to make sure that my community didn't feel anywhere close to this i understand it is so easy to sink into those really low lows that we all have as business owners but consider joining my facebook group at community.marketbeautifully.com so you can have a support system think of me as that annoying cheerleader that believes in you a little too much like embarrassingly too much (laughs) so be proactive and take care of yourself so you can go out and be the best business owner you can be Before I end this awesome talk we just had, I wanted to mention again my four-day free program called Convert and Monetize Your List. If you haven't signed up, you really need to. I know you're going to love being able to walk away after four days and having a system in place that works for your business in the background while you're focusing on what you need to focus on. It's kind of like hiring an employee for your business that is all about sales, except you don't have to hire an employee and you're still going to sell whatever amazing thing you offer. So go to academy.maraburks.com and look for the Convert and Monetize Your List course and enroll for free because I would love to hang out with you inside that program. So be cool, go join, and I can't wait to see you on the inside of Convert and Monetize Your List. Now keep marketing beautifully and doing what you do best. I'll talk to you next week.